Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Do you want to ensure business continuity, maximize your business potential, cater to your customers' needs and concerns, and boost your digital presence? Staying on top of everything doesn't come easy. That's why I want to introduce you guys to Vessel PH to help boost your business's digital presence and make it relevant to your customers' ever-evolving needs. Vessel PH has built-in tools and features that make online selling a breeze. Customize your online store to make it stand out in the crowded digital space. Integrate your existing digital store to other systems or onboard your e-commerce website to Gcash's marketplace, GLife, all with the help of experts. Vessel PH also provides account managers to assist and guide you with your needs and affordable SaaS for cost savings and customization. All your e-commerce needs are now in one place. Your business deserves this kind of freedom. Let Vessel PH help you. Check them out at vessel.ph or click the link in my description. Podcast Network Asia. The Philippines really is an amazing country. Why? Uh, because not only do we have so many great macro and micro uh, KPIs or let's say indicators going into that direction, also is the Philippines, um, I would say, the most Western country. Uh, which I ever have seen in entire Southeast Asia. So just talking about the language, um, just talking about the the way of dealing with each other, just talking about the, the, the overall cultural aspect. I think there are a lot of parallels between uh, between the Western world and between the Philippines. Thus, clearly, I have to say that it was great to start in the Philippines, to build and prove here, to accelerate here, and then also, of course, replicating in, in other countries. But as a kickoff, Philippines is and was the best decision. Hi, good evening, good morning, good afternoon to wherever you are watching from all around the world. And welcome to my podcast, the RJ Ledesma Podcast. In the RJ Ledesma Podcast, I interview the country's pioneering business personalities and entrepreneurs to learn more about how they think about doing business 
What are their success secrets and can we replicate those success secrets? How have they innovated or pivoted their businesses during this pandemic? And more importantly, what opportunities do they see emerging in this now normal? Is there a business personality or entrepreneur that you would like me to interview here on the podcast? Please let me know. I would love to learn from them. Just drop me a message. We are also live right now on Kumu, CBRC TV, Global Penas TV, and the Bounce Back Network. If you've been enjoying the podcast so far and you are learning a lot from it, please do me a favor. Please subscribe and invite more friends to listen to the RJ Ledesma podcast. You can also catch us on YouTube. And before we begin with this program, here's a quick shout out to our friends from Vessel. Vessel PH can help you future-proof your business by boosting your digital presence and making sure that you can attract more customers and more sales. If you want to learn more about that, just click the link on my description. Tonight, we have the founder and CEO of Italy. That's E-T-A-I-L-Y. We have Alexander Friedhoff. Italy is an end-to-end e-commerce service provider offering a one-stop shop omni-channel solution ranging from warehousing and fulfillment to technology to integrate all digital channels, channel management, performance, and social media marketing. Now, that was quite a mouthful and a lot to take in. So later on, Alex will break this down for us one by one. Now, known as the e-commerce enabler of the next generation, Italy delivers business impact at startup speed by combining lean and agile processes with high-performing, scalable delivery teams and industry-leading functional experts. It recently acquired $1.6 million in seed funding last year from very well-known entrepreneurs. And Italy looks forward to the growth and development of e-commerce here in the Philippines. What is the future of Italy and e-commerce in this country? Let's find out by welcoming my next guest, Alexander Friedhoff. Alex, welcome to the show. Hi, RJ. Nice to meet you. And I have to directly, if I'm allowed, correct you. Please go ahead. Uh, because we just uh, we have, after raising $1.6 million, uh, last year, we have additionally raised also a new uh, funding round uh, in total 4.3 million with adding more investors to the Italy's ecosystem. Then very glad to be corrected from that perspective. Um, <laughs> Alex, I often tell people, well, when, we, when we do raise money, I mean, we've got a lot of the startups coming here. I'm so happy that every, almost every month, almost every week, I've got some great news from the startups. And I often ask them, you know, uh, it's the same life from Spider-Man. With great power comes great responsibility. How does, how does it often feel when you're able to raise money? It's a great feeling of acceleration that your project is validated, your startup is validated, but at the same time, it's other people's money that's coming into your business. That must be an additional, not a burden, but a really big weight to carry. How does it feel now for you? It feels uh, pretty good, I would say, because it clearly legitimized the, the hard work which the Italy team is, is doing uh, on a daily basis. Um, we have a quite unique uh, position uh, regarding our last funding round because we have made our clients our investors. So wow. uh, we are basically um, enabling uh, several of the leading retailers here in the Philippines. And uh, they have seen that we have done a pretty good job and then became our, our investors, uh, which, which makes us even more, more prouder. So yes, uh, pressure increases, obviously. That's, that's part of the game. But I would say it's a positive pressure because it gives us more resources to, to build the team, to build the technology, and to, to ongoingly evolve the business model to the, to the next uh, stage of, of the company. What a great validation in my eyes to have your clients uh, become your investors. How does it change now 
the dynamics because usually when you get investors coming in, I mean, there's two types, you know, there is the uh, just I'll, I'll put my money in and you do your job or I want a strategic investor. And I'm just not going to come in putting in investment, but I'm also going to come in and putting in expertise, resources. So with the retailers coming in, how does that change now the dynamics for you or does it? The, the dynamics are basically um, changing in the way that we have now um, a super transparent way of, of dealing with, with our accounts, with our partners who are basically also invested into, into e-tail. You know, there's always the, the way of um, basically selling a product and uh, um, putting a margin on it and uh, basically outlining to the partner that, that we have done um, uh, profit out of this. And now it's the case that you have um, investors who are also part of the very first value chain, which I was just uh, just mentioning. Yes, the dynamics are, I would say, getting more uh, exciting, uh, but on the same side also outline a pure transparency to develop win-win situations for, for everyone. One of our investors always says uh, it's a mutual value creation, which I think uh, brings it uh, straight to the point. Yeah, I love, I love that the idea of mutual value creation. Uh, may I ask if you can share with us who were the clients of yours who became investors? Is that public knowledge? Yes, yes. We are very proud uh, to have um, our, our biggest investors, the Ayala conglomerate, as well as uh, the Gokungwai conglomerate to uh, JG Def, but also uh, having a lot of uh, retailers directly investing. The Central Pacific Group um, of uh, the setup Post, around Goodest, yeah. which is it, exactly. Um, also, we have uh, the Landmark Department Store, who was our, uh, wow. who was our, our client, as well as Abenson, consumer electronics investing uh, directly into into Italy, but also regional investors like Gobi Partners uh, invested uh, invested into us. So it's basically now I'm always saying that makes us incredibly proud and incredibly thankful to receive so much trust that we have now the whom is who of the Philippine of the Southeast Asian retail groups uh, behind Italy. Well, congratulations, Alex, on the great job. It looks like it's a bright future ahead for Italy. And speaking of Italy, you know, um, earlier on when I began the program, I, I described, I think, in, in such a grandiose manner what Italy was. But sometimes you know, you got to kind of break down the idea of what Italy does because it's, it's a really big concept for people. So um, like I often tell uh, guests on the show, if you were to give, if you can give an elevator pitch, what would be that, that, that short pitch you'd give to an investor to describe what, what Italy is? That's a very, very good, good thing. And, and investor conversations normally take longer than <laughs> in the 30 seconds, uh, but happy to, 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 to give you a, a quick pitch. I mean, we all know that value of Southeast Asia's internet economy is growing tremendously. When we have a look at the numbers 2020, uh, 2015, 2020, 2025, it's growing exponentially. And the, all the retailers um, whom we are engaging with are very good in the offline world. They have done a tremendous uh, job in building unique and in Philippines, we can say Philippine beloved brands and, uh, and offline trades. But when it comes to going online, when it comes to tapping the value of Southeast Asia's internet economy, e-commerce um, developments, I would say that there are still a lot of challenges in terms of how to connect, engage and transact with the final um, end consumer. And we basically have seen in, in Italy's um, range of, of people and expertise, which we have that a lot of retailers are basically having a lot of 
challenges in terms of complexity, in terms of meeting customer expectations, in terms of change management, in terms of budget constraints, in terms of technology, to basically make the retail arm of these retailers now e-taily ready. Mm, and thus basically okay. we founded e-taily to basically support them with uh, an end-to-end -end, uh, one-stop solution in building, managing and scaling the e-commerce activities. Fantastic. If I would now go, if I would now go into the details, uh, we would have a very long discussion <laughs> until the middle of the night because I already said it's quite complex in in going online. But basically, we are the e-commerce arm of the retailers whom whom are part of our ecosystem. I love that. Uh, we'll go a bit more into the story of, of of how you how you were able to bring them on board. Uh, but now I want to also better understand, you know, how you were able to identify these these sort of pain points in the first place. I mean. What what was your background that that was able yeah. to, that gave you the ability to see that these were the pain points that, that needed to be addressed? Yeah, no, that's a that's a good 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 one. And uh, um, everything what what I am or what what Italy is doing is basically the sum of of what I have done uh, before. I'm I basically I'm a retailer by heart. Let let's call it like this. I learned everything what I know about the science of retail at one of the leading. Uh, German shirt-making um, houses called Van Luck. Uh, they also have a store, by the way, here in, in Metro Manila. And they learned everything from the value chain, from manufacturing, from B2B retail, from B2C retail, from store network creation, from uh, showroom creation. So from all the things which traditional retailers need to have in order to, to be successful. But at that time, I quite... Uh, soon realized that I want to do more in the online world. And uh, basically in uh, that company at Van Luck, I decided to build with them together the e-commerce arm in basically making them ready for the, for the next stage of, uh, of, of what's, uh, what they have to achieve in order to, to be relevant for the, for the market. So I was working with them in, in going online and then afterwards did a little bit of, of consulting, of Accenture and uh, consulting where we had worked a lot with uh, traditional retailers and helping them again to go online. And uh, I was then afterwards working at, uh, at Rocket Internet, at Zaloa specifically, in building up um, the fulfillment arm in the Philippines, fulfillment by Zaloa FBZ. And uh, you can see from um, having the retailer perspective, having the multi-retailer perspective, as well as the pure e-commerce um, a perspective regarding Zaloa, we have uh, actually built a quite solid knowledge base in order to support now the brands who are part of, of our ecosystem. So it's basically the sum of what I have done before about before uh, founding Italy. But not only with me, also with uh, the team behind Italy. You know? So um, when you when you set something up, when you when you're coming from the corporate world, when you're coming from from the um, from the university as a fresh grad, you always um, as when you want to do something by yourself, you have a vision and you want to build something, but you never can do this just by yourself. It's always um, with a with a solid and with a let's say rock star team, which you need to have and which you need to build. And when you have a look at our people at Italy, which are the most important assets of the mm -hmm. company, they are also uh, able to say that everything what they are doing now is the sum of mm -hmm. what they have done. Uh, done before to to now share the knowledge with with our partners. Okay, and so the perspective was coming from Zalora. You had, you helped build the Zalora ecosystem for e-commerce. Um, technically, you were working for a startup, but it was it, it was it was one that you were working for. 
when did you finally identify the specific problem uh, that you saw in Italy that could not be addressed by, I guess, your current company and said, okay, um, this is the pain point I have to solve because it's there, it's it's present, and it's it's a, it's got a great opportunity, but it's also time for me to, I wouldn't say jump ship, but to transition into an entrepreneurship background because to my mind, um, it's quite a challenge already to be a Filipino getting into a startup or an entrepreneurial uh, venture. Uh, and, and you're, you're a German by ethnicity and you're becoming an entrepreneur in, in, in a foreign country. I mean, that, that's how, you know, from a macro perspective, that's how it would look like to me, right? Exactly. No, I mean, you're bringing it, it straight to the point. I would, I would not limit it to the, to the time at, at Zaloa. And, and I would, would not say that I was uh, um, shaping the, the ecosystem of Zaloa. I just was part of, of the fulfillment of the operations team. But in general, I clearly can, can say that um, we all know how fast the e-commerce uh, growth is, uh, not only in the Philippines, but in the entire region. And it's just logic that... Uh, traditional retailers, and I know this from Germany, I know this from Europe, and I saw this also in other countries in the in the world. How challenging it is to cope with that growth, to cope with with these new ways of of doing um, of doing retail, and uh, just combining the different dots in terms of okay, we have traditional retailers, we have a lot of growth in the market, we have a specifically in the Philippines a unique set of of end consumers already was clearly going into the direction okay. It's time for for building an own company who basically um, supports retailers to to go online. So it's basically again a combination of of several uh, perspectives, uh, of several um, ideas and and experiences, and, and basically leading to to having that vision, building a company with a with a great product market fit, and and constantly evolving in order to to build a sustainable business model. And then, so when that idea came about. I, I, this is what I'm very cu- curious about. What was the first step that you had to do? Because now you're saying, okay, I got a great idea yeah. and I, I have to put up this company. Yeah. So how, how did that yeah. come about? Yeah. So that's, a, that's actually a very, very, um, the, the answer to this will be a very, very funny uh, question. Of course, just coming by myself to the Philippines and uh, uh, visiting that, that wonderful country, talking to the very heartwarming people uh, on the ground, it, it's, not, it's just one side of the story. No, I had already a great an ecosystem, a very great a network on the ground from the Zalova times who basically were saying, yeah, let's do it. Let's, let's build something together and let's uh, try to, to build, as I said, a sustainable um, a business model. And uh, right after my studies, uh, after the master's, I said then, okay, now um, is actually the right time. I'm young, I'm 27, now I'm 29. It's already two years in the, in the Philippines. Uh, okay, let's, let's do it now because now I have still the, the freedom mm-hmm. to do these, uh, these things. I came to the Philippines actually five days before the lockdown. So uh, I, arrived, <laughs> wow. Wow. I, arrived in, I arrived in March at first and it was a pretty, pretty hard time. But with the support of wonderful people um, uh, in, in, in pushing, in motivating, in, in continuing and in understanding that now is the right time to do it, I stayed in the Philippines and today I can say it was definitely the, the white um, the white um, decision. Coming to your question precisely, um, uh, of course, at the beginning of the pandemic, I had no uh, capability to meet any client, to meet any potential investors, to meet stores, to familiarize myself with, uh, with what's happening in the retail uh, ecosystem 
uh, specifically just for, for Italy. So what have I done? I said, I want to learn how the Filipino end consumer actually is. So um, I ordered a couple of routers from Globe and uh, were selling these routers in the beginning of the pandemic in uh, Facebook Marketplace. By that time, I uh, basically have kicked off the enabling business, namely selling products online. And uh, that was a quite, quite funny experience because the first six to, to eight weeks was purely focusing on, on learning how the Filipino end consumer is, is acting, is, is, um, is going through the entire, um, e-commerce, uh, chain, I would, I would say. And that was a very, very great experience. So at that time, the very first setup was, was selling routers uh, online because everyone was, was needing them, no? Exactly. The beginning. Exactly. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. And then what happened from there? So you, you tried to sell routers and then yeah. what, how did it evolve to becoming uh, of Italy? Course. Yeah. Italy from yeah. Of course. And then uh, we have uh, basically more and more started with uh, talking to the to the very first, uh, to the very first clients and understanding, um, their, their pain points and seeing where they are and what challenges they have. And we had the wonderful support that we actually started. And that's a very unique point of, uh, of Italy with uh, one of the biggest accounts, um, which, which you can imagine as a company, just being a couple of months in the market uh, and just selling routers, namely with the landmark Philippines. So the landmark Philippines was the one who trusted in the vision, in the idea, which we had and uh, basically were starting engaging and strategizing with them on what needs to be done in order to, to go online. And based on that, we have step-by-step step built the first clients, the first uh, partnerships on the ground with Landmark, with several baby um, category brands, with several fashion brands, and then have more and more evolved into a, into a solid um, a solid company, I would say after six to, to eight months, we had our first clients sold. We have received the first angel investments and uh, then have become quite fast an enabler, which, which can be seen as an, as a member of the ecosystem, not yet indispensable at that time, but as a, as a member. But then, of course, after receiving angel investments, after receiving the first partner contracts, the first clients, um, and the first execution taking place, it got all significantly more serious in terms of, okay, now it's about institutional investment investors. And uh, very happy that uh, we have received the very first um, institutional investments from Ayala Corporation, as well as Foxmont Capital and Maxi Logistics 
who basically were also believing in in the um, in the in the execution in the in the first results, and then it uh, was growing tremendously after receiving the 1.6 million in 2020, uh, one which you were um, outlining. It was it was really growing to the to the next uh, level, and then it was about building the people, building the tech, building the um, the, the sales pipeline um, in terms of B two B sales, and basically constantly growing and continuously proving what the the business model uh, should look like and uh, it it was going so fast that uh, within 2021 uh, we basically were ending up from uh, having me uh, as a solo uh, person on the ground um, ending up the year at around uh, 25 to to 30 people and uh, Filipinos mainly uh, whom were all coming from Lazada from Shopee who were always seeing yeah <laughs> what what these guys are doing over there is, is actually pretty pretty exciting and uh, evolved them more and more and now we can can clearly say that um we have evolved into an indispensable partner i'm just pretty excited to say that we today have received the three star enabler um so the gold certification of the leading marketplace here in the philippines uh, in the second year of operation uh, tremendous achievement and uh, yeah that's that's how it works you start with an idea you pitch the idea to partners you um, close these partners as first uh, clients and then uh, you basically um, keep going keep going uh, in order to to build a sustainable uh, setup uh, when you were starting this off um and the, the earlier days when you were still doing Facebook Marketplace and you were trying to get the routers over there, uh, were you bootstrapping at the time? Yeah, of course. I mean, that's always part of uh, of the game. No, um, we basically were, were were kicking this off um, exactly with with that with that logic with that with that framework, but generally have quite fastly um, transformed us into into a solid setup with having immediately kicked off tier one engagements, so big engagements rather than a lot of smaller uh, engagements who were who were with you when you started doing this who was who was with me so it's also actually a quite 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 nice story so the person who was bringing me to the philippines is someone who is also from germany uh, constantine roberts uh, the of former Exactly, exactly. And we know each other actually since we are babies. Oh, really? That's actually quite, quite funny. Yes, we are coming from, we're coming from the same, uh, same city and uh, our families are, are very close. So we, we know each other quite, quite long, and which also gives a clear, clear, clear direction of uh, the biggest luck which you can have, namely building great companies with friends is, I think, something which, which can accelerate the growth even even faster so i had uh, constantine um a part of of the of the first uh, supporters as well as key people from uh, the zaloa infrastructure as well as from from lazada and Shopee. so basically all the the ecosystem and network all the, which, all, which all, the alumni, all the alumni you brought them in <laughs> exactly. you can you can say it like this but uh, all the people who were basically uh, evolving into friends at my time when i was here for the first time 3 years ago yeah. Was it, you know, oftentimes when you, I mean, it, it seems to me that, you know, you had everything uh, nailed out in your head. You, you had a roadmap to how, how you would grow it. But was there any point that, you know, you were, for any entrepreneur, I mean, you get stressed or you, there, there's time you feel like you're going to fail in the project. And you came here in the midst of the pandemic. So, you know, there's a lot that was, you know, that was on your mind at the time. 
did you did you go through any of that uh, in that phase of being an entrepreneur and setting up uh, uh, setting up Italy? Of course, you are going through this. You are going through this every day, <laughs> and the, the the expectations are increasing. Also, the individual expectations which you have on on yourself are increasing every day. You no, know? so sometimes it's super important to step back and reflect what you all already, I mean, not me, but the team in Italy has achieved in, in such a short period of, of time. Last quarter, we were talking about, so quarter four in 2021, we were talking about we need to, to increase um, several mechanisms, um, and now that's a very technical thing, of, of increasing returns on, uh, on, on several um, investments, um, which you do in order to grow e-commerce sales. And now we are already at the level which we never would have expected in the last quarter. But even now we are saying, ah, we have to increase. So it's a constant evolving. So if I can reformulate your, um, your question mm-hmm. into, into the direction of, um, you're never confident with the level which you have, because it's always a tremendously growing um, and you always need to to step up, to level up, to to basically cope with the next phase of uh, of the company. So, of course, these part, uh, these situations are, are always part of the game. Ups and downs um, are basically the the definition of of entrepreneurship. Exactly, no? exactly. And, and as, as you can see, uh, you, I, I, the way that I would put it is that you're always the bar is always leveling up. The bar is always going yeah. higher and higher uh, for yeah. you. And uh, I know, you know, like for myself, like I run my own company and for me, of course, the bar is always increasing. But there, there came a point where you said, well, I can't believe I can't believe I did this, you know, or, you know, there was a specific defining moment for you where you said, oh, wow, I can't believe we got here. Uh, what was that moment for you when you were putting up? It, it was such an aggressive expansion and, and scaling for Italy, but there must have been a, a point for you. You said, wow, and you look back and said, hey, this is wow, this is actually going to make it. It's going to be big. What, what was that for you? It, it, this question is, is actually a philosophical question when it comes to uh, uh, forcing yourself to step back and reflect on what is achieved. I would say that the biggest weakness of, of founders is not doing this uh, because um, the, um, the, 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 the overall developments of, of setting up a, a company, of setting up an own Eventually, own ecosystem is basically never stopping. Now it's a constant evolvement, mm-hmm. and uh, um, of course, I could step back and every day and look. Okay, that's good. That's good. That's good. But that's not enough for the next phase. Now, so um, I cannot give you a precise, uh, a precise um, idea or precise uh, um, um, story where I actually had the feeling. Okay, now that's that's a good level because. Uh, um, it's basically constantly going into the next step. Today, for example, as I said, we are now a three-star um, um, a partner of, of one of the leading marketplaces. I already know that's good, but uh, I want to have that three-star maintained in the next quarters, in the next years. Uh, same applies to, to all the other partners which we have of our ecosystem. So it's uh, about always getting better and optimizing what we have achieved so far to, to basically um, meet the expectations of the final end consumer as well as our, our brand partners. For, for people who might not be, let's say they're looking into the industry, they're trying to understand how does Italy uh, work in the overall system? Now, for example, uh, if I don't know Italy, all I just understand is I know that there's, there's a Shopee, there's, there's Lazada, uh, there, is, uh, there is Zalora, and there are, there are delivery. There are delivery startups, delivery companies. 
how do I understand where does Italy fall into all of that? Yeah. So you basically have to, to imagine Italy as the bridge builder between the final end consumer and the last channel, Lazada, Shopee, Zalowa. You were just mentioning four different channels, Lazada, Shopee, Zalowa, as well as the D2C channel, the e-commerce website, the brand.com, as well as delivery. Just these five components already are aligned with a very big complexity. You need the systems in place. You need the people in place. You need um, so many different components to basically cope with these channels as well as with the, with the operational, um, uh, operational um, execution behind it. So what we are doing at Italy, we are basically in the middle. We are the ones who build the channel when it comes to the e-commerce uh, to the e-commerce uh, uh, website, the own brand.com channel, as well as do we manage it end-to-end. -end. So a traditional retailer envision now um, an, 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 an offline uh, retailer who basically has a lot of offline staff managing the stores, being great in managing the point of sales, being great in merchandising, is super locked in all the offline activities, but does not have yet the capability to, to go online. And building that capability takes a lot of time and costs a lot of money. So when you have someone in the middle supporting you in going online, you have key benefits of economies of scale because this person in the middle or this company in the middle can benefit you with a lot of different components when it comes to increasing the scale, increasing the volume, and the higher the volume, the lower the prices of certain components get. No? So it's basically a one-stop solution in the middle between the brand as well as the final end consumer. I get that. Well, what do you see were sort of like uh, the biggest gaps that needed to be filled between a good retailer yeah, and, good a good, and a good e-tailer that you said, ah, this is, this. I mean, because to, to, to other people's minds, they say that that must be a simple solution, but the others, it's not, it's not a simple solution, obviously. That's why there, there are people like Landmark and Getty. But what were the biggest gaps that you saw? Yeah, the, the, the biggest gaps are, are basically focusing on uh, um, two different things. First of all, meeting the end consumer's expectations. When you want a retail store, it's open from 10 to 5, 6, 7 p.m. 10 a.m. in the morning, 7 p.m. in the evening. You have the store um, merchandising set up. You have the uh, overall developments regarding the, the decoration, the, um, the, the presentation of, of the products. And you basically have the people on the ground entering in the store and uh, trying to shop um, and uh, basically leaving the store and uh, having this set up. But the beauty when it comes to going online is that you can start the value chain already way more earlier than just allowing the people to go into the store. Well, there are so many mechanisms behind performance marketing, behind influencer marketing, behind general growth hacking of, of building demand online and uh, basically generating enough of traffic to go into the store. And these things are things which are completely underseen at the moment when it comes to a traditional retailer. A traditional retailer is living in the, in the old world when it comes to building up the store, building up the facility, um, um, building up merchandising, building up uh, um, the, the point of sale um, infrastructures, which is still super, super relevant, but it's very challenging to fit into that new online world where it's all about traffic, where it's about conversion and where it's about combining this in order to, 
to increase sales. And there's such a unique skill set behind it, which would be the second point uh, behind it uh, in terms of what were the pain points that the majority of the retailers do not have. And uh, that's basically what, what Itali is, is, is significantly working on, A, the, uh, providing the needed skill set in terms of the needed um, uh, partnerships uh, development, plus providing the needed um, systems in place in terms of order management system, warehouse management system, and others to basically support them in, uh, in going land. So just giving you a couple of uh, points. Uh, we, again, we would have a couple of hours to discuss <laughs> about it, but it's really about, it's really about um, meeting the end consumer's expectations as well as understanding which technology and expertise needs to be there in order to grow the online business to the to the extent. Um, the, the thing which I find a bit a bit strange is that you know, especially doing e-commerce here in the Philippines, or the idea that it's still catching up, is the idea that social media penetration is so one of the highest in the world, but our e-commerce is not. I mean, it, it's barely, uh, it, you know, it barely, it, it's 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 way behind other countries, which is which is strange. Uh, what what do you think accounts for that one? Because that that was my biggest wonder. Why 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 only now do you think is e-commerce developing when? Our social media penetration is so high. Allow me to say that it was behind um, other countries. Philippines now is one of the hottest countries in Southeast Asia. When you have a look of the overall growth rate, when you have a look especially on the e-commerce growth rate, in comparison to the other countries, we have relatively here in the Philippines the highest growth rate in 2021 and uh, and 2022. So when it comes to um, uh, catch uh, capturing the the, the, the relatively speaking highest uh, growth, uh, I clearly have to say that Philippines now is one of the, the best places to be when it comes to, to Southeast Asia. And that's simply because we have uh, a wonderful set of, 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 of macro as well as microeconomical data. Look, we have the, the, one of the youngest population in, uh, in Southeast Asia. I think we are in Philippines at around 25, 26 uh, right. years old on average. Uh, think about the overall population, how steadily it is increasing, and on the same side, being such a young uh, population. Then have a look at at the smartphone device owners. I think uh, 2021, we had uh, around uh, 98 to 99% of the population using uh, smartphones. Have a look how uh, intensively the time spent using the internet is. It's around 10 to, to 11 um, um, hours, hours in, yeah. uh, in, uh, in 2021. Think about it. Just these indicators are clearly giving the direction that the internet economy in the Philippines now is on a, on a super great, um, super great uh, setup. We have also um, an emerging middle class. So GDP is also steadily um, uh, increasing and on the same side, seeing also heavily that um, the developments behind internet penetration with these different indicators is all going in the in the right um, direction, so definitely Philippines is um, I would say has been overseen in the past couple of five, six, seven, eight, nine years. Everyone was focusing on uh, on Indonesia, was focusing on on Thailand, but now it's a time for the Philippines because uh, the growth rate is is significantly going in a, in a higher direction than than of other regional uh, countries. Well, thanks so much. Uh, you know, it's always a refreshing perspective to hear. Uh, people like you, Alex, who see the Philippines as, as a country of great potential, because to my mind, you could have just stayed in Germany, you know, and 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 
had your career. I'm still there sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I love both countries. That's I love right. both countries. So no, but Philippines really is an is an amazing country. Um, why? Uh, because not only do we have so many great macro and micro. KPIs um, um, or let's say indicators going into that direction also is the Philippines, um, I would say the most Western country uh, which I ever have seen in entire Southeast Asia. So um, just talking about the language, um, just talking about the, the way of dealing with each other, just talking about the, the, the overall cultural aspect. I think there are a lot of parallels between, uh, between the Western world and between uh, the Philippines. Thus, clearly, I have to say that it was great to start in the Philippines to build and prove here, to accelerate here, and then also, of course, replicating in in other countries. But as a kickoff, Philippines uh, is and and was the the best uh, decision. Great, and I just want to just go to the comment box and just say we got we're getting some good feedback. One over here, one over here from R D Vinega. Go, Alex. Yeah, thanks so much. And we also have over here from uh, Josel Barrio de los Clelos, uh, just three rocket ships all the way up, the Philippines all the way up. So again, thanks for the vote of confidence uh, in the economy uh, over here, Alex. I know we don't have much time on this podcast, but I want to move on very quickly to understanding, I mean, there are other businesses here right now, there are other business owners listening, and, and they, what they want to figure out right now, um, how can they still, I guess, participate, whether maybe directly in, in Italy, in the e-commerce ecosystem that you're building through Italy, or maybe you're seeing some business opportunities out there that from a macro or micro perspective that we just can't see, but from your perspective, you can see very clearly where entrepreneurs can still play. Yeah. I mean, I think it was never as easy to build up a company with the internet economy. No, I mean, let's have a look how many great smaller retailers, smaller brand developers, um, um, who are growing tremendously, who have very high potential, are evolving here in the Philippines and other countries in, in Southeast Asia as, as well. And Italy is open for everyone. Name it a smaller retailer, name it a medium retailer, name it a, a big one. We had the luck that we were starting with, uh, with we call it the tier one um, uh, partners, about Central Pacific, about uh, Landmark, about um, other others to, to be mentioned. But of course, we are also super heavily interested in, in growing and, and supporting smaller retailers and, uh, and entrepreneurs. Just to give you some, some example, one of the smaller a beauty brand, uh, which is actually quite, quite successful, was reaching out to Italy and ask if, if we, can, we can support them. Within three weeks, they have been listed in the Landmark department store. So you see, they have been very successful already online. We are supporting them, of course, now with other mechanisms um, um, in, in traffic generation in online, but we are also supporting them throughout the entire ecosystem in terms of, okay, Landmark is our key partner. Landmark is our investors. Let's list them and, and support and push them to be also present in the offline, in the offline world. So we are basically open to, to high potential and, and great ideas and, uh, and are here to support to, to go online. That's, uh, that's what we are doing uh, every day. Uh, there's a comment here in the chat box. I wanted to post it to you from Jonathan De Dios. Hello, Boss RJ. Congratulations for Alexander. You've got a great platform, Alexander. How can you help the entrepreneurs who are just restarting their business right now? I mean, we're trying to recover from this pandemic. They're, they're trying to get back up. Can, can the Italy platform support them who are just getting out of this uh, 
who are finally getting their their feet back on on the ground when it comes to business. Yeah. No, I mean, um, it, it's, it's super great, and and thanks for for that that question. For for us at Italy, it's always about two things. It's about visibility and it's about execution. So I'm happy uh, and I'm, I'm very much inviting you for um, for um, for the for having a call with with our BD team, with our sales team, to better understand what your current setup is in e-commerce, in retail in general, and then we can easily um, have a look within the visibility setup. What can be done to grow your business um, online on Lazada, on Shopee, on Zalora, or even uh, more excitingly, uh, because that's the the new way of doing things D2C direct to consumer in your own e-commerce website. And when you need support in, in building the channel and having this managed end to end front end management, as well as back end management, as well as having support in bringing you into other countries, we are also operating in Indonesia, in Malaysia, as well as in, in Singapore, we are the right partner to do so. Great. For those who want to visit the Italy uh, website or where, where can they go? Can you just, can you just say the website that we can, we can publish it here on the page? There you go. There you go. So www.italy.com. So for those entrepreneurs who might be interested to have their products carried on Italy for them to help you develop a store, your, your online a storefront, I mean, it's got an end-to-end solution, something that you should really look into. Um, just last steps here right now, um, Alex. Uh, you, you've been to the Philippines. You you stayed there. You had your first tour of duty over here. You learned a lot from Zalora. You did your you did your masters. You came back over here. There's been a lot of accelerated learning from you for the past couple of uh, years. No, what is the, the what advice would you like to pass on and pay it forward to other entrepreneurs who would like to follow in your footsteps, if not in the scale of the business, but at least in terms of how to think about growing a business and putting up a business. That's a very very good good question. And um, first of all, I, I would like to say that, uh, let me summarize this with three key points. The very first one is um, continuously build your domain expertise. You need to know what you are doing. I call it uh, um, domain expertise. You need to have an understanding of, of where your, your business is coming from, where your business is, is standing at the moment and where your business is, uh, is going. Um, so domain expertise in terms of knowledge of the product which you want to sell, and I'm talking about also the services, now, not about the products on the channels directly, is, is key to success. Building the vision is, um, is something which uh, is uh, the second point uh, significantly important after having the, the domain um, expertise. And finally, find the right people um, who can support you strategically as well as ex- uh, executionally. These are the three things which I think are relevant. Domain, vision, people. When you have the domain expertise, you have a vision because you will build it out of this. Because you see in your area of, um, of experience where something is going good or where something is going bad. Because we all are here to, to solve, um, uh, to solve uh, uh, problems. Once you have done this, you need to build a vision. My vision is I want to help retailers to go online. It's easy as, as that. Of course, we have um, a lot of different sub visions for each vertical, everyone, every each department in Italy. But it all starts with a, with a simple idea, with a simple um, a vision. And once you have the domain expertise and the vision, you need to talk. Talk to people, talk to uh, potential partners, to potential um, first team members to potential employees, to potential investors, and and basically 
building everything around the people whom are part of your individual ecosystem. Wow, fantastic. Thanks so much. So much to unpack from this discussion here tonight. And thanks. I mean, the only key, the only, you know, I, I was thinking, what, what's your investor's pitch? What do you tell people? And basically what Italy does is that it helps retailers, big or small, go online effectively, efficiently, and to grow. And again, thanks so much for believing in the country. And we look, we look forward to uh, Italy taking over Southeast Asia. Again, thanks so much, Alexander, for joining us here on the show. And we will see you again next week for the next RJ Ledesma podcast. Thanks so much, Alex. Have a great night. Thank ahead. you very much. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.